Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. January 18th, Eric Protzman. Eric knew God, in a way. He loved his family and he thought life would be fair. How do you think that worked out? Life is unfair. God can turn your pain into his purpose. After Eric Protzman watched his grandfather suffer eight long years of the degradation of dementia, Eric told God, I'm out. His grandfather, Dr. Weston, had been a surgeon who had restored to many other people lives of dignity. But for the doctor, there was no dignity. Dementia had scraped away his dignity. Eric's grandfather was humiliated, and Eric resented God for his grandfather's loss of dignity. For Eric, it was easy to shut faith out, and it was easy to lock his heart stone cold. He simply narrowed his focus to Christians like TV evangelists who once manipulated and preyed upon people. To Eric, that confirmed to him that all religion was in fact a scam. After his grandfather's death, Eric and his fiance Nancy moved ahead with wedding plans, but things didn't really improve. They asked Eric's grandmother to sing for their wedding ceremony, but when the time came, she was just too ill. And while Eric and Nancy honeymooned in Europe, his grandmother died. When they got home, the newlyweds visited Nancy's parents, Bob and Bonnie, and grief overcame Eric. He escaped to their basement, sobbing. After some time, Bob came downstairs to offer some comfort. Eric said, I don't believe in your God, and I never will believe in your God. Bob calmly replied, Eric, the good news is, this is not up to you. Eric knew he had been disrespectful, but all he could see was his own anger. For Bob, it should have been a get out of my house moment, but Bob responded with grace. No berating, no lecture, just come on upstairs when you're ready. Over the years, Eric earned more opportunities to get a finger wagging from his father-in-law, but it never came, not once. Every day, Bob and Bonnie prayed for Eric's return to faith. Bob never confronted, lectured, or pushed the issue. He left it to Jesus to convince Eric that he was real. And Bob stuck to the part of the job that was his, loving Eric just as Jesus did. Eric put Christians down, but never Bob and Bonnie. Eric didn't believe what they believed, but they were too respectful to raise his own anger. As months turned into years, Eric did life. He bought a home, had children, and established a successful career. Nancy's faith grew too. She demonstrated the grit, infinite justice, and grace of Jesus. Of course, Eric noticed, but he kept his heart on lockdown. When Nancy got up, dressed the children, and took them to church, he respected her choice, but he didn't join her. But Bob, Bonnie, and Nancy kept praying for 15 years. And Eric climbed the success ladder with no desire to return to faith. But stirrings deep inside him started chipping away at his stony heart. They nourished him drew him, called to him. One day as he sat at his desk where he had worked for a Fortune 500 company, he heard the Holy Spirit so clearly it was practically audible. Welcome back, God said. You didn't get a glove on me. I'm much stronger than you think I am. Time stopped. 
you will work for me for the rest of your life. The voice added. The words were spoken with such kindness, gentle and matter-of-factness, that Eric experienced them as a gift, not a command, warning, or reward. Eric welcomed the message. It felt completely true. And in that moment, he realized that God was never going to give up on him. Eric surrendered his life to God. That was in 1991. Eric, now 65, has enjoyed 28 years of working for God. It's our job to open eyes and ears, Eric said. You don't do that by prying them open. You whisper. You love, listen, and treat others with dignity, the same way Bob and Jesus treated Eric. Jeremiah 31.3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. What wound has challenged your faith? Where do you sense God drawing you out of pain and into faith? Life is unfair. God can turn your pain into His purpose. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.